Hey, it's Sam Medora here with a Swipes email for Friday, December 8th. Swipes, of course, means swipe wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and a sketch. Let's get started with the swipe. So I follow Instagram ads all the time, and I saw this little ad, and it's just this simple Instagram ad with a combo of showing an unfinished pool without water and then highlighting the things inside of it with arrows and text. So it says like party bench, custom spot, therapy jets, bubbler, sun shelf. And I guess I've just never seen a pool that's unfinished like this with all the pipes sticking out and stuff. And this simple image and arrow and text thing taught me more about pools than I've ever really known before. And so I love the little simple things like this that teach a lot. To me, that's the ultimate ad. Here's a little piece of wisdom. If you sprinkle in some social proof, it's one of the simplest additions to sales copy. So look at this email footer and how it gains so much more credibility by adding a few words of social proof. So before it says, we are an agency that designs, builds, launches, and markets your SaaS. Now add in nine simple words and it adds this whole new layer of credibility. So after it says, we're an agency that designs, builds, launches, and markets your SaaS. We've worked with Procter & Gamble, Stripe, VaynerMedia, and more. So just adding in that little bit of social proof really takes this to a whole new level. And it's one of the most common things we see when people are doing emails, sales pages, any sort of sales, they don't add in this social proof. And it's just this huge miss that you can just easily change out with a couple words. Here's something a little interesting. So I personally think newsletters are just blogs. They're just like the new incarnation of blogs. So newsletters, what are they? They're usually a bunch of short posts and thoughts listed out. Uh, this is what most blogs were. In fact, if you're reading this newsletter, it's kind of like just what my old blog was. And the thing about newsletters that have been solved versus blogs is this distribution. This is the biggest problem with blogs. Whenever you publish a blog post, it basically enters the void. If I post on my original blog, nevblog.com, no one sees it. But let's say you create a newsletter and send it out with a bunch of different things and, and sections and little thoughts, just like I'm doing right now with the Swipes and Email newsletter. When you publish the newsletter via email, it gets read by 30% to 60% of your list. So that's a big difference than sending out something on a blog where it gets seen by zero people unless someone goes to your blog. So this is why newsletters have taken off so much compared to normal blogs. But essentially, from what I've seen, it's the exact same thing. Here's a fun picture. The founder of an AI company, Copy AI, uh, this guy, Paul Yakubian, sent me this awesome Olivieri Letera 32 manual typewriter. And it's from the 1960s. I think it started being uh, created like 1963 or so. And it's pretty awesome watching the inner workings of this thing. It's just fascinating. The amount of parts and precision for this all to work is actually pretty crazy. And the whole thing moves and slides around and bangs around and like you, you hit a key and it just manually like lifts a piece of metal that slaps a ink ribbon. Like it's it's, it's kind of wild to watch this thing in action. So I've been typing for fun and uh, there's definitely a learning curve. If you see some of my images in my newsletter, you'll see that I misspell a lot of things. Like brown, I spell B-R-O-Z-N. And it's because the W and the Z are actually flip-flopped. It's the same thing with like the M button. It's like in a different location. There's a bunch of random keys that are in slightly different locations. But here's some interesting observations. Since you are manually putting ink on paper and you cannot erase, you think very, very hard before typing. 
So with my keyboard, if I sit down and want to write something uh, for Twitter or on this newsletter, I just start typing. I, I, don't even, I don't even think about it because I could just delete. I can move stuff around. Uh, I can do spell check. But with this, you have to think very hard. You also have to know how to, how to spell it correctly. And so before you write anything down, it's funny. Like you'll notice yourself kind of like just thinking a bunch. And it makes you conserve your letters, conserve your words. And this is kind of the opposite of a computer where typing has no penalty at all. So you just start blabbing. I'm not saying one or the other is better, but I have noticed that a lot of old writing that I like from the 60s, like Ogilvy, was written on typewriters or by hand. And so since words, letters, ink, and paper are precious and not to be wasted, you must think about what your words are carefully. You must conserve them. You must pick them very wisely. And so I think this technological limitation is what causes so many old writings to be perceived as good and densely packed with wisdom. Whereas a lot of modern writing, I mean, it could just be ChatGPT or something, just spitting out a bunch of words with no thought behind them. Here's a fun uh, little essay. So I'm currently reading this great book about prohibition and the banning of all alcohol from 1920 to 1933 in the United States of America. So originally, this movement that banned alcohol was called the temperance movement, and it actually did not push for banning alcohol in the slightest bit. It actually pushed for moderate drinking and avoiding raging drunkenness. Because apparently this was like a really, really, really big problem back in the day. A lot of people drank beer all day. I mean, I'll bite. It was lower proof beer than nowadays. But then when rum and vodka and all these types of things started becoming popular, these really hard spirits, people would walk around with a bottle just getting drunk all day. And this was causing quite a bit of problems socially. But like most well-meaning movements, it kind of got hijacked by the radicals of the group. So most people are like, hey, you can drink, but drink a little bit. Don't get drunk and go hitting people. But like most well-meaning movements, it just got hijacked. And so the radicals pushed for fully abolishing alcohol. Like you can't even have a sip of beer. You cannot make beer, no distribution of beer, no alcohol, no nothing. And so they passed this law that was way too restrictive. It banned all sales and distribution and creation of alcohol. And eventually the law was repealed because it turned out it caused more crime, more drinking. Like it actually backfired big time. And so this is kind of like a lesson learned throughout time that these well-meaning movements just get hijacked and like almost like too crazy. Here's a fun sketch. Uh, we do this uh, thing called copy work in our community. And it's the act of hand copying a piece of marketing to better understand how the author laid it out and wrote it. So we decided to open up one of these as like a public one just for fun. And we recently did this with one of my favorite types of marketing, which is the classic before and after format. And I like this because when you show a before and after picture of something, it shows in a small space, like just like an Instagram square, it shows a transformation, something that like it was like this. And now because of this product, it's like this, which is better. And so we asked people to hand draw this ad and it actually got tons of people joining in the exercise. Uh, you can see it on copywritingcourse.com slash blog. So I would invite you take this little square, this little ad that I showed over here, this before and after seven software reserves is one software, draw it out on a sheet of paper and reply to this email, neville at copywritingcourse.com with your thing. And we'll add it to the collection over here. And hopefully you learned something. Actually, a lot of people said they already learned something just from this. And they got ideas on how to implement this kind of before and after into their own marketing. So if you respond to this email with your hand-drawn picture, I will add it to the post. Anyways, I hope you have a great day. This has been the Swipes email for December 8th, Friday, 2023. I will talk to you later. 
Hey, before you go, let me tell you about the copywriting course real quick and what it is. So the copywriting course is, as you can imagine, a copywriting course, right? You watch some videos, you learn stuff a la carte about email, sales pages, web pages, digital marketing, all of the above. And so of course you can learn from our courses, but it is so much more than that. You see, one of the reasons that people get good at writing is by practicing writing. So inside the course, you actually get practice by doing quick assignments or submitting your copy to our writers and getting professional feedback on it. And so we have this whole entire members forum, like a specific custom built forum for copywriters. Uh, so you can submit your copy and pro writers will help critique it and rewrite it. And not only your copy, but your images, your tables, all that kind of stuff. It's like having a whole marketing team working on your copy. And many people just join for the forum just to get their copy reviewed, just that alone. But not only that, you also get live help in office hours. That's right. Every Thursday, I hold a live office hours and we hop on a Zoom call and just all the people in the office hours, it's private, so you're not gonna get blasted on the web or anything. And you submit what you want critiqued and we go over it and oftentimes, it, actually most of the time, just rewrite it on the spot or talk about how to make it better. So one of the last ones, someone had a big real estate group and they were wondering if uh, they could make a cohort. And so we wrote up a quick uh, thing, they posted it and instantly they got 80 people interested and over 230 comments on the post asking to be inside the cohort. So little things like that. A lot of times it's just like a little push to get you to do something. And uh, if you go to copywritingcourse.com slash office, you'll see literally thousands of different office hours questions we've answered and all these wins. So you can copywritingcourse.com slash wins to see all the wins that people get inside the course. Um, not only that, we have weekly lesson newsletters that you can get. You can get copywriting certified and you can learn by watching others and grow. So every uh, week there's new stuff inside the community. There's new office hours and you can watch people live redoing their businesses. You get feedback in our forums and you can directly ask me, myself, the writers and the community questions. I mean, it is one of the best values in digital marketing on the entire internet. We've trained people at big companies and small companies, Gartner, AppSumo, The Hustle, WinZip, White Rock Locators, Ahrefs, Best Self, Nerd Fitness, and people freaking love copywriting course. Uh, this one guy says, within a few minutes of watching some videos, I was buzzing with ideas on how to change my emails. And the next day we had our highest sales day ever from a promotion I wrote the same day as signing up for the copywriting course. I love hearing things like this where they think they're gonna take like a full year to learn stuff. They learn a few things, implement it, and they're like, oh my God, I literally paid for your course 10X over and I still get to use it. So anyways, go to copywritingcourse.com slash join and join the copywriting course right now. It's one of the best investments you'll ever make and uh, talk to you inside.